To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Financially Fit Podcast with Kyle Hammersmith. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast as we talk investing, finance, and retirement with Kyle. If you've got some questions or concerns, reach out to him at 913-257-3991, and we'll give that out before we're done with the podcast again this week. But Kyle, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Doing pretty well. Just uh, dealing with a little uh, insurance claim stuff here on the house. We had a nice little water leak one morning. Oh, boy. So found out that whoever did the plumbing didn't install it right. So dealing with all that with an 11 month old it's always fun always so, fun yeah and yeah. what an interesting week to do it in too right I so know. we're going to touch on that here in just a second lord knows we're getting enough news about that stuff so we're not going to spend too much time there but uh, our main topic on the podcast this week is going to be some solid financial truths that we can i think we can state these with a fair amount of uh, confidence. A lot of times, Kyle, when we're talking, you know, we do talk in generalities on the podcast. We try to share some information that'll hopefully useful. But again, to know how it's going to totally relate to your situation, you know, you always have to talk with an advisor one on one because every situation truly does become different. You know, at, at every little turn, there's different things that can take you in different ways. But with that said, I've got a few overall solid financial truths. Again, I think we can state with some good confidence. So let's jump into them because the first one I had on my list prior to uh, us chatting and this stuff going on is TV can be a big enemy from a financial news standpoint. Well, that is certainly not more evident than it has been the last you know 10 days or so when you can't move without hearing about the coronavirus and the market drop and so on and so forth. So what's your thoughts? Yeah, the TV media just likes to, I guess it's really fear or faith-based um, at this point. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of fear going around and spreading and Never a, lot quicker, yeah. a lot quicker than maybe it would have in 1990 if this was going right. on. Right. Um, stuff travels faster. Stuff happens, you know, nanoseconds. Right. All the social you know, media and just everything. Just because you hear something on TV, someone says something, you should buy this, you should sell this, you need to do this. Um, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it wrong. Um, as we maybe discussed, it's, it's always, it depends resolutions, but right. You know, it kind of comes down to, uh, what, if you have a short term, long term plan, you're kind of prepared for these. Um, it's maybe the people that don't have this type of plan in place and they're kind of, now they're reacting right. instead of yeah. being proactive. Um, and they don't really know how it affects them in their situation. Um, Again, good information out there, a lot of good information to educate yourself. But again, you have to understand there's a difference between entertainment, uh, you know, maybe opinionated uh, news versus what applies to you in your situation. Yeah. And just fear based news, too. I mean, and granted, I mean, I'll give them I'll give them a bit of a pass because as information comes in, when you're doing 24 hour news cycles, they kind of get stuck on the same thing all day long until something else comes in. Right. So I kind of get that to a certain degree. But even when we're talking and even when we're talking in like a non um, interesting type of place where we're in out with this with this virus deal, it's still one of those things where we have to be leery of whatever we happen to watch on TV. Um, because it's just, it's the nature of the beast. And then they also are not talking to a specific one person there. It's a generalized, so it may not be right. the right advice for you as well. And it does rely a lot on my, my financial truth number two, and that's emotions and emotions can rarely be 
our friend when making financial decisions, even if we wanted to step away from what's been happening globally right now, you know, let's say you're, you see that car that you really want, you've been thinking about getting for a while, you know, maybe in the back of your mind, you're like, all right, well, let's do some logic. Let's do some math. Let's kind of work this through. But there's a part of you that says, man, I really want that car. Right. <laughs> so emotions kind of get in the way. Yeah. Um, emotions can be your worst enemy. Uh, you know, investor behavior in general, it's not so much the stocks and the mutual funds that you're picking that you know, maybe don't meet your expectations or your long-term goals. It's you, the investor, uh, making irrational, you know, financial decisions on when to buy, when to sell, um, and reacting, uh, to something in the short term where it doesn't, maybe it doesn't meet your long-term goals. So, yeah, exactly. And, you know, and you kind of, you take those two, you know, TV emotions, then you throw in the fact that another truth is the market always moves in cycles. And I think if, if you were sitting with your head in the sand, thinking that the last 10 years of the market running up was always going to stay that way, you're, you're fooling yourself. Now, what we've seen obviously in the last two weeks I don't think anybody was exactly prepared for between the virus, the overreaction to a lot of things we're doing, uh, everything under the sun closing left and right, the Saudis and the Russians getting into an argument about oil prices. You know, all these things have kind of come together as a perfect storm. But even so, again, to your point earlier, having a plan in place, hopefully you weather some of these storms because we have to remember the market's always going to go up and it's always going to go down. And there's sometimes going to be things in the life that make it more dramatic like we're seeing now. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately it, it was kind of a good wake up call for some investors just saying, Hey, they, they were investing like the market would never go down. And this, maybe this was a good reminder to them to maybe, you know, readjust their thinking, their allocations and all that. Cause maybe they did get what their, I call the mentalities. They were, they were falling in love with the returns and, you know, sure, being yeah. more aggressive, get it all the time, you know, well, Hey, what, what do you think about being this or being this? And then it's the same people who are now, you know, trying to flee away from those investments. So we do, we do, we want to stay away from greed. Um, and we don't want to chase returns, but at the same time, we just want to make those smart decisions that, you know, if we go backwards and you turn the TV on and then the next day it says, well, the market rallies, blah, 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 you know, does it really rally, you know, for your situation? Hey, was there a market correction? Hey, stuff moves in cycles. Was it a recession? Um, depending on how you're allocated, yes, you can't. It can't go up for forever, and it doesn't go down for forever. These corrections just happen quicker swings, I guess, as far as when it relates to your retirement. So you have to be able to emotionally, you know, understand how these cycles work and how they apply to your situation. Well, you know, and you take all these different kinds of things that's been happening, Kyle, and and. It's a, certainly, you know, a wake up call. We've been saying for a while that, you know, you always want to make sure that your, your, your risk allocation and your tolerance for risk and all those things are working within the time horizon you're on. And you, then you kind of, then you look at some of the different things that are out there with the economic indicators. I mean, a lot of the things still say that aside from what's been happening specifically around the virus, things were still going pretty good. I don't know that we've seen anything like this before and the reaction to it. So that's always going to throw in that kind of wild card uh, you know, variant, but that does bring me to another solid financial truth. And that is that you probably don't, 
you're probably not as risk tolerant as you think you are. Even prior to like a, an extreme circumstance like this, you probably still were not as tolerant as you actually think that you might be. And I imagine you see that a lot when somebody comes in, they're like, oh yeah, I can handle X amount of risk. And when you go through the process and you explain it to them and show them what they're actually taking, they're like, whoa, whoa I didn't want that much risk, right? Yeah, it's very com- I'd say usually it's about double. You know, people are have double the risk that they really even need in general. They're taking uh, double than they yeah. think. Is that yeah? Okay. The whole naked investing, how it applies to their situation, um, and that double the risk really applies to kind of what's going on now, right? Because of what you know, they can't you can't buy that time back. Um, you know, even as I'm watching Yahoo Finance here, it says. Stocks plummet as who declares coronavirus a pandemic. So, oh, they um, finally declared it today, huh? So again, that's just going to put that again. It's the fear yeah. of you know who knows what's going to happen next, um, and it has a lot of people on edge. No one has a crystal ball. Um, you know, you also don't want to get be getting the advice to say, hey, you know, just write it out. It's okay if you lose thirty, forty percent because it's not okay. Sure. Um, so you need to have, you know, some plans in place to maybe stop the bleeding here. Have you been inundated with calls? I mean, I've talked, I talk with guys all across the country, uh, doing different podcasts and shows. And a lot of them are like, you know, I'm, I'm getting a few calls here and there. I'm not going to, you know, be dishonest about it. But most of it is from people asking a couple simple questions. None of them have been really panicky calls, a couple simple questions here and there. Or if they have gotten some panicky calls, it's from some actually, actually from someone who, uh, is not working with them yet, kind of been on the fence, doesn't really have a plan in place, kind of maybe was dragging their feet, that type of thing. Yeah, we've, I mean, we've had a few calls and I've reached out to, um, you know, a couple clients here who maybe this is affected more than others. Um, but, you know, just our investment style and planning style and income planning styles, you know, typically different than the big cookie cutter, you know, big financial firm broker type of approach um, where we actually, seek protection first. Right. Um, so, you know, our clients aren't as rewarded, you know, in the great market years. Um, but they're better prepared for times like now. Yeah. And, uh, those are just the type of people that I work with um, and what they want. So, right. Gotcha. Um, they're not, I mean, they're concerned, but they're not like, you know, full out, stressing out, right, worried, right, yeah. that type Sell of everything, so, buy gold, right? Run for the hills, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, and our final one here is, uh, you know, solid financial truths. Again, you know, we were going to talk about this prior to everything that had been going on, but, and I think these are still pretty good, you know, so again, just be leery of TV, always beating a certain drum, uh, watch your emotions. Sometimes they get us into trouble. The market's going to do what it's going to do. It's always going to go up and down. There are going to be certain times when it does more or less than the other, but depending on what's going on. But, uh, and of course, the last one I mentioned, was we're typically not as risk tolerant as we think we are. And then the final one is that, that, Kyle, there just isn't a magic bullet. There's not one thing that's going to fix it all for you. Just like there's not one thing that, you know, the show's called Financially Fit. There's not one pill you can take to just have the physique that you want, right? Yeah, there's, I always tell people pros and cons of everything. There's no such thing as perfect. You're going to have to give something up when you say yes to something. There's a lot of financial products out there, a lot of strategies a lot of ways of doing what you need, but we just need to focus on, again, just having that holistic plan. Again, we come, when we say holistic plan, we, we have five plans. We talk about, you know, your income distribution plan, your tax plan, your investment plan, your healthcare plan, and your legacy plan, have all those five holistically working together. 
But if you just have your investment plan, then that's all you have. I could see why you would be a little worried because you don't know how this what's going on right now is actually affecting you because you don't have a plan. Right. Um, and you don't want to be you know, stuck with product because maybe that product or that financial strategy isn't what's best for your plan. No, and I think that's a good point. So all of those financial truths, you know, you want to make sure that you're not, uh, again, you're not just kind of sitting back and resting on our laurels. And obviously, hopefully something like this has served as a wake up call for others, for some people. And for others, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm in good shape. I've been doing the right things. I'm working with Kyle. I've got a plan in place, so on and so forth. Uh, and hopefully that's the case. But if not, and you do have some concerns, reach out to him, let him know, uh, get some time on the calendar, come in for a chat. You can do so at 913-257-3991. He's got an office in Kansas City and Wichita. And can get you taken care of for either one. 913-257-3991. As always, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at mocanfinancial.com. That's M-O-K-A-N financial.com. You can you can check out the website. There's a lot more about Colin. You got your tools, tips, and resources there, but you can also subscribe to the podcast on Google, Apple, Spotify, whatever platform you choose. The show is financially fit, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., RWA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Mocan Financial and RWA are not affiliated. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. This information is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. Please note that Mocan Financial and its affiliates do not give legal or tax advice. You are encouraged to consult your tax advisor or attorney.